Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1159, Why I Can't Pick Winning Stocks and You Can't Either, and The Monk and the Minister, both by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. And I'm Dan, I am here every single day reading to you from the best personal finance blogs on the web, And today we've got two articles from J.L. Collins, a longtime author on our show. So let's get right to it and hear those two posts from J.L. as we start optimizing your life. Why I Can't Pick Winning Stocks and You Can't Either by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com Don't feel bad. Most pros can't either. Indexing versus active management is always a fascinating debate, at least for us stock geeks with nothing better to do. Over the decades, I've been on both sides of it at various times. For a very long time, I laughed at the indexers. I made all of the arguments and then some. After all, if you just avoided the obvious dogs, you'd do better than average, right? Who would be stupid enough to own GM a couple of years ago or Ford? Oops, better forget about Ford. Hindsight is a beautiful and perfect thing. Convinced I could win this game, after all, I'd just bought a stock that tripled, I even took a major pay cut to join an investment research firm mid-career. There I was, surrounded by exceedingly bright people, each focused on one, maybe two industries, and perhaps six to ten stocks. More than one had been honored in the trade press as analyst of the year for their work. They knew each of these companies inside and out. They knew the top executives, they knew the middle managers and the frontline people, they knew the customers. They knew the suppliers. They knew the cute receptionists. They spoke to them all weekly, sometimes daily. They still didn't get info before anyone else. That's insider trading. Foolproof and uh, illegal. But they did know exactly when and how the info would be released. Of course, so did every other competent analyst around the world. Any new information was reflected in the stock price within minutes. They issued reports our institutional investor clients paid dearly for. And yet, predicting stock performance remained frustratingly elusive. If you've worked in a major corporation, it is not hard to see why. The CEO and CFO work with internal forecasts from their teams. The process looks something like this. Salespeople are required to forecast what their customers will spend. Since these buys are rarely locked in far in advance and can be canceled any time, nothing is certain. Add to this all the pending business that may or may not come to fruition, And basically, you are asking the field salesperson to predict the future. Typically, they are not clairvoyant, so of course, they take a guess. These guesses get passed on to their managers, who are also not clairvoyant, and who now have their own forecasts and decisions to make. Do I take these sales forecasts at face value? Do I adjust them based on knowing Susie is an optimist and Harry always sees dark clouds? So, of course, they take a guess and pass it on to the next layer of management. So it goes until all these guesses on the inherently unknowable future are consolidated into the nicely packaged budget and forecast binders presented to top management. 
More often than not, after one look, they'll say, this is unacceptable, we can't present this forecast to Wall Street. Go back and revise these numbers. Back down the chain it goes, maybe multiple times, and each time the numbers get a bit further from reality. Now, predicting the future is a dicey proposition for even the most gifted psychics, and they are not burdened with this process. Suddenly, my enormous stock-picking hubris was clear. Somehow reading a few books and 10Ks was going to give me an edge? Over not only the professional analysts who lived and breathed this stuff all day every day, but also the executives who run the companies in question? I could succeed where they could not? Suddenly I realized why even rock star fund managers find it almost impossible to beat the simple index over time. There's a reason names like Buffett and Lynch are so revered and well-known. There are also reasons more fortunes have been made brokering trades than making them. That's why I'm now an indexer. If you choose to try to best the averages, God bless and God speed. You may well be smarter and more talented than I. You are most certainly likely to be better looking. I'll look for your name along with Warren and Peters in the not-too-distant future. I extend the same to all those folks I've met in Vegas who assure me they have bested the house. I listen, gaze up at the billion-dollar casinos, and reflect on how many smarter, more talented, and better-looking people there are than me. The Monk and the Minister by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com Okay, let's get this blog off and running. Here's one of my favorite parables to get us started. Two close boyhood friends grow up and go their separate ways. One becomes a humble monk, the other a rich and powerful minister to the king. Years later, they meet. As they catch up, the minister, in his fine robes, takes pity on the thin, shabby monk. Seeking to help, he says, You know, if you could learn to cater to the king, you wouldn't have to live on rice and beans. To which the monk replies, if you could learn to live on rice and beans, you wouldn't have to cater to the king. Most all of us fall somewhere between the two. As for me, it's better to be closer to the monk. You just listened to the posts titled Why I Can't Pick Winning Stocks and You Can't Either and The Monk and the Minister, both by J.L. Collins of jlcollinsnh.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable 
with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. And thanks so much to JL for letting us share his work today. And uh, that's going to do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. I will be back with you tomorrow where I will have a post from Kyle Mast. So I'll see you there in the Wednesday show where your optimal life awaits.